How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode 120 of Master My Garden podcast. Now, this week's episode is uh, a, a very interesting one to me, uh, and it's I'm talking to to Mark Cook, who is based in Bree, County Wexford, just outside Enniscorthy, and who has been one of the chief in- instigators of getting Enniscorthy community allotments off the ground. And I think this is a really, a really great project. I'm delighted to see it, and. I really do hope that we have more of them all around the country. I've heard from several people over the last couple of years, you know, that they, they have a need and a requirement and a want for something like this in the, in their local towns. And it's great to see them getting off the ground. And I really hope that this and many others follow suit. So, Mark, uh, delighted to have you on the podcast and really looking forward to hearing all about this exciting new project in Enniscorthy. Thanks very much, John, for having me on. Um, you know, it's it's exciting for us too. Um, look, as as you kind of said, there it, it, it's a little bit difficult to get off the ground, but kind of once we got started, it it, it was it, there was no stopping it really. Yeah, um, it's a it, it's a, it's a funny thing. I I really think there's a huge need for allotments all around all around Ireland. Um, I look at allotments. Um in the UK particularly, but also I've seen some allotments in, in Germany. So I go every year to a garden trade show. It's typically in September and you yeah. you fly into Dusseldorf and you go on the train down as far as Cologne. And just yeah. outside Leverkusen, all along the railway track, there's, there's allotments. And what I see there is exactly what you see replicated in the UK, but it's what I think we need to start seeing here. And what that is, is real community so it's it's obviously a space to grow but it's also a place for for families to gather on a saturday for kids to mess around in nature for people to grow their bit of own food but also the camaraderie and the and the social aspect of it seems to be huge Uh, and i know your guys are very early days so you're not going to see that just yet but i guess that's kind of the aim that you'd be aiming for as a sort of a community that you help one another yeah, definitely. You know, and that's probably one of the main reasons that we included. Um, so it's, it's Enniscorthy community allotments. Yeah. And I suppose the community aspect for us was really important. And I suppose it's really at the core of, of, of everything that we kind of want to represent as an allotments. Brilliant. Um, and, and, and like what you said there, you know, in relation to seeing it all across the UK and, and in different European countries, it's not something that's very prevalent here. But I think more and more communities are starting to, to, to I suppose, create them and, and start them up. Yeah. I think I'm not sure if anyone is familiar with Enniscorthy, but there's not a lot of, um, I suppose, green area inside the town. Gardens are small. Um, you know, a lot of there'd be mm-hmm. a lot of kind of street size houses, or street side houses rather, and and very like, hilly, side, very hilly towns. Exactly, well. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'd be out of breath walking up the street <laughs> half the time. But like, we're very fortunate to have to have um, been. I suppose for the opportunity to set up this project in Enniscorthy. Yeah, I, I think I think so. And like the community, the community thing, and if that if that you know ends up being the focus, I think that will just grow and strengthen over time, and it'll become a place where people will actually be they'll nearly be getting up at uh, five o'clock on a Saturday morning to get out there. Like yeah. it's, it, it, I I just see that. I know I'm passing by on a train, so you don't get to talk to people, but yeah. there is 100%. You can see the people. They're talking over one another's fences. They're passing yeah. things over. Some of them are lying there having a beer or drinking yeah. coffee. 
and yeah. there's work going on there's food being grown there's kids playing there's wildlife in the area and you can just see and feel even passing by on a train that that is a real community and you know if somebody was struggling you know in terms of growing with something you know that there's 10 other people right beside you that are going to dig you out or help you or whatever the case may be and i think that community element of it looks like it's it's a uh, one of the fundamentals of a, of a successful allotment definitely and we we did only open up our gates on monday so we're probably only really well it's a friday today so it's only five days open and you'd be surprised how much that community aspect is already there so like i've been in there most evenings there now myself and like you'll have people coming over you'll say oh look at the work that i've done what do you think of this what do you think of that so there's a lot of all of that sharing already in that sense of community already you'll see people giving other people hand like lifting stones like although the ground was raked there was still a little bit you know for further raking that needed to be done for people and you see different people helping the people lift raised beds and you know there's there's definitely that sense of community already starting to build and and people asking questions along the way so it's fantastic brilliant and so far like you're i know you have is it 64 slots and as of today they're all they're all taken um, yes we that's exactly it so we have 64 plots they're all around five meter by five meter approximately you know yep. so some of them might be a little bit shorter or a little bit longer some of them might have a little bit of pointy edges as opposed to it's yeah. straight square round edge but yeah our, our last one literally um was was finalized this morning payments arrived right. um for the the last one so it's been a huge success um and then we have i think it's 20 raised beds for people i suppose who wouldn't be able to work a lot um, or it might have mobility issues and Brilliant. the raised bed just might be a little bit easier for them to manage. Yeah, for sure. And the demographic of the, you know, the 64 slots, the demographic of the people who have taken those, what what are you looking at? Are you looking at families? Are you looking at young people, old people, mix or what's the kind of... Dem- you know, there's, gen- there's, a, there's a huge demographic, you know, like there's a, a really varied ages. Um, so there's literally, as you say there, so you have people coming up with children um, almost barely walking with tiny little wheelbarrows going up and down their plot, um, you know. And then you have people who are in their 60s, 70s, and I think even 80s who are retired and just looking for a new hobby, looking for that sense of community. And I suppose looking for someone to talk to too, you know. Yeah. So like we have included patio areas as part of the project also. Brilliant. So we do hope that, you know, be able to people to sit down, have a chat, have a conversation and then just have a cup of tea if that's what they want to do or sit back and have a couple of cold um, non-alcoholic drinks, yeah. um, you know, so because we have to make it appropriate for all ages. Yeah. Um, but it, it's fantastic. So far, so good anyway. So we're really happy with where we're at so far. Yeah, good. It, it really does sound like the setup and we get a bit more into how you got it off the ground initially, but the yeah. the setup seems like ideal because back back in the you know the days of the Celtic Tiger there was numerous allotments set up around the country yes. and they were they were generally coming at it from the point of view of right I have a plot of land here and I can get a hundred people to give me X amount of money for each plot yeah. here and yeah. the core of the idea and the core of the of the allotment was wrong it was coming at it from somebody coming at it from a monetary perspective now not all but a lot of them yeah and of course. very very quickly you could see these allotments and i can point out to four or five of them that are there in terms of the shell 
but they're now completely yeah. overgrown and they are no longer yeah. allotments. And they, they yeah. don't, when, when it's set up in that way, it doesn't embody the allotment movement and what it's all about, which is community, as you have in your name. So yeah. um, the fact that you're putting in patio areas and, you know, accommodating people and it's not about the money. I know people have to pay for no. their pay for their plot obviously and that's, that's do, yeah. understandable but yeah. but the genesis of it and the idea of it is not driven by a monetary a monetary gain so i think that's hugely important as well um, yeah not at, not at all so like everything that we every every cent i suppose that we take in it goes right back into the project so right. whether that be for insurance or more seating or fruit bushes or trees or fruit trees you know it's all pumped right back into the project so there's it's all voluntary committee there's nothing there's yeah. nothing kind of there's no financial gain as you would have said in the in the celtic ter- tiger era anyway yeah, brilliant that's great to see so yeah how how did this come about like yeah because i know you have your own garden uh you have your very active instagram page rooted in wexford and you have poly- you have your own tunnels and whatnot so you're you're already growing and you already had a certain level of space for for yes. doing this so what was yes. the the genesis genesis of this or how did this come to be um, well, I was I, I was late, I suppose, a little bit to, to the committee. So the committee was established probably a couple of months before I had come on board. Okay. And I suppose our chairperson is Michael Devro, and he had a couple of other people alongside with him um, that would have, I suppose, commenced the project and would have been creating awareness and I suppose testing the waters to see what people in Enniscorthy would have uh, would have liked, what they would have wanted, if they if they were interested in growing, etc. Um, and as you say, I, I do have my Instagram page. And for me, that was, I, I have that also for a sense of community, just in a different, I suppose, format. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, uh, for me, my Instagram page is about me learning things and me passing on what I learn to other people as well. Do you know what? Mm. I, I, I really enjoy it. But I suppose when I when I came across the, the, the NSCOR Community Allotments page, then I was very interested Um, I approached the chairperson and asked them if they would be, you know, open to, I suppose, my, my coming on board. Um, and I suppose it just grew from there. Um, at the point that I had come on board, we had almost, we had, they had um, identified a, a, a plot that was a potential plot, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, it wasn't right for the project, okay. I suppose, in, in the long term. Um, so then we continued to go on and we're very fortunate you know we have good relationships with the with the town council and um, so the Senate town council and they were able to identify an area for us Brilliant. Um, to to set up the project okay so you're you're essentially the, the community allotments now are set up on land owned by Enniscorthy town council and i presume there's some form of a lease agreement you know in the pipeline or whatever uh, that, yeah. you, that you have it for a defined period of time um, yeah that's exactly it yeah. which gives you guys a bit of security and and i suppose copper fastens your home a little bit for for the foreseeable future which is which is important um when the when the families then come to the committee and want to acquire a, a, a plot is there a time frame on that so they sign up yeah how long do yeah. they have so- it for and what's the 
the cost. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose we, we set up um, the allotments to open, as I said, last Monday. So, you know, we would set all of our at least terms or agreement terms or, with, you know, from last Monday for one year. So from okay. the date that you sign up, you're essentially signing up for one year. Yeah. Um, so I've, there's different options. So you might want an allotment only or you might want an allotment with access to the polytunnel, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more of a fee. Or then you might just want a raised bed. And again, a raised bed with access to the polytunnel as well with a communal polytunnel. Um, so that is a year fee. It's it's a very small fee um, on average at about 50 euro to 60 euro. It's an extra tenner if you want access to the wow. to the to, to the um, polytunnel. So it's it's quite small for what you're getting. Um, it's not just a piece of land. It's it's everything else that goes with it. So it's yeah, as it's we kind very, of already discussed, it's the now. social, it's the community. Yeah, and I think. Uh, we need to make it affordable to people as well. You know, as I said, we're not there to to make any sort of money and we're not it's going down the Celtic Tiger route. And it's literally it's for the people of Enniscorthy by the people of Enniscorthy, if you want a better term to put onto it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Yeah. Uh, resource wise. So I know initially uh, after you'd sort of had discussions with the town council and whatnot, you guys yeah. set about, you know, local fundraising and GoFundMe pages and talking to local businesses and so on. And you developed and gathered uh, a plan and yeah. a funding. And yes. that funding went into kind of amenities on the site. So I know you've told yeah. me that uh, the site is fully fenced and gated and all the rest of it. So just give yeah. people an idea of what this the 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 work before the people came through the gates what what was done yeah. prior to that so I, I, as you mentioned there I, I probably won't go into all the different types of funding you've kind of said it there you know there's yeah, lots yeah. of different council funding and leadership and all of those sort of areas but i suppose all of that funding that has been raised is is literally as you mentioned so we have to fence the site to make sure it's secure um, and that people are safe um, so we also needed to make sure that it wasn't accessible from the roads to, mm-hmm. I suppose, prevent um, anyone coming in that we didn't want to come in. Yep. Um, and then there was lots of groundwork that needed to be put in. So when it was given to us, it was just a field mm-hmm. um, on one side and on the other side, then it was just um, it was kind of like an overgrown car park type area okay. um so that ground all need to be prepared. So there's two different sites adjacent to each other. Um, and as I said, one one of them was a field, so that was completely levelled out. It was rotivated. It, there was manure kind of put into the field to prep the beds, yeah. and then each each kind of main area. So the the plots are subdivided, but in four different areas. So they're 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 surrounded by timber, and um, just to kind of define them and to keep all the soil off footpaths. So that would a lot of work would have went into that. Mm-hmm. Then. There's um, seating areas, as I would have said. So there would have been um, patio areas put in. There'd be furniture going in there as well this week. Um, and then there's direction of a polytunnel. And um, as I said, there's a, there's a huge, big communal polytunnel where people can grow uh, the tropical end of stuff. So I suppose they're tomatoes, peppers, melons, whichever they want to grow in, in that sort of environment. Brilliant. And then there's everything else that goes with it. I suppose it's lots of it was the horticultural side of things, the preparation, the landscaping. Um, and then obviously a shed. We needed a shed to store equipment. Um, yeah, I think I've I've covered yeah, really. my, my, and, my yeah. And how about water on the site then? How how do you how do you yep. have water for the site? 
so we do have water on the site so we have a water meter installed by the council as well so okay. we have different water outlets set up in different areas of the site yeah so there's i think four access points or three access points on one of the sites and there will be two access points on the other site okay so uh, there's kind of it's kind of access accessible from from four different areas okay and we do ask members that they use water buckets as our our watering cans as opposed to hoses yeah as you can imagine if there's a hose connected it could be connected up for the day and, and no one else would have use of it and mm-hmm. um, so it's just about being fair um, and then we are we're also going to have water butts and stuff set up as well yeah. um, so we'll have you know water being collected off the polytunnel off our shed um, and any sort of other area that we can do as well. Yeah, I think that makes um, sense because I guess if you're on a yeah. meter, there is always the the danger at the some point that you might get, uh, <laughs> you know, bans or there might be restrictions yes. or something in a dry time. And exactly, you might be lucky, but sometimes it happens. So uh, yeah, yeah, and it does happen a lot in Enniscorthy as well. Seems yeah. so, so, like you know, especially when there's times of of extreme heat, like yeah. water can be cut off. So I think it's important that we are. Yeah, so people that are well. yeah trying to be trying to be conscious of that and and maybe yeah. working ahead of schedule as you say collecting Definitely. water water butts and so on. Um, yeah. Delighted to hear this project is getting off the ground. Say there's somebody around the country who is in the early stages of thinking about this or possibly at yeah. the very early stages of of starting this. And I know you were one member of a committee, as you said. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to people, um, you know, things that they must do, things that they should do yeah. and, you know, anything that might help them in, in getting this set up or help them in their sort of discussions with town councils? Yeah, I think like speak to your local town councillors, like, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, like our t- town councillors were, were very approachable, you know, um, Aidan Brown, I suppose, would have a very close affiliation, affiliation. he's on the committee as well. Um, and he would have, you know, really been behind the project. Um, so I think really having a team that are resourceful as well. So, like, you know, a lot of people on the committee would be very resourceful in the sense that they would be aware of different cohorts in the town. You know, there, there's a teacher there, you know. Yeah. So, like, people are, we have a good resort, pool of resources on the team. And I suppose just being open and transparent about what your plan. So I think sitting down, working out what exactly what you want to do and what is achievable. And I think once you have a, a plan like that and you identify an area with your town council, the rest will follow, you know. So like you can look at funding then after that, like leadership grant was a massive, massive piece for us and a massive piece of work. There's a lot of work that went behind it, but the funding that comes through was just so beneficial. And I think without that, we wouldn't have got the project off the ground, you know. Yeah, brilliant. But Um, also speaking to your local local businesses as well, a lot of the local businesses were fantastic, like Enniscorthy Credit Credit Union, you know, were were great to us. They set up an account with us Um, and then every other kind of horticultural and landscape and company that was in Enniscorthy really got behind it was and a couple of online businesses too as well which was fantastic yeah brilliant like I think yeah to be fair a project like this has long-term benefits for for the town and the community and you know it it really is the sort of thing that we should be looking to do in most towns uh, because it gives well particularly if you can get and there is you know, families involved, you can get that that sort of grounding in the children that they're 
they know where food comes from they're used to it they they're used to being yeah. in nature and it gives a greater appreciation and and all of that so there's huge long-term benefits for, yeah, massive. for a locality and doing something like this yeah massive and like i suppose even going to resources there again like you know so if there is anyone out there that like is wanting to I suppose, get their own allotments off the ground. So we do have a website. It's Ennis Gorty Community Allotments. And there's a contact us page. So if, if if there is someone that is looking to set one up, if they just go to the contact us page and fill in the form there, um, one of the committee will get back. And you know, we'd be delighted to help any other community project that is out there um, with similar goals and values to our own, you know. Yeah, brilliant. It's, it's a really, really great to see. I'm delighted it's up and running. Uh, delighted for you yeah. guys that it has... Uh, I won't call it sold out, but that it's oversubscribed so early in the yeah. time, um, because yeah. that definitely will feed into the community element of it. Um, definitely. And congratulations to you and the rest of the committee for getting it off the ground. Uh, hopefully, I'll get to drop in sometime. I'm down around that neck of the woods. Drop in and say hello. But uh, yeah, but we'd only love to have you on site. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> fair, fair play. I'm really, really delighted uh, that it's off the ground. I know. You mentioned it already, but Rooted in Wexford is your own gardening page uh, on Instagram. It is. You might want to. Yeah, for for anyone who's interested, as I said, it's I suppose for me, it's like it's an online learning um sharing, knowledge sharing information from my page. I like it to be a sense of community. You know, I, I like to talk to people and see what they're growing and see what's working and see what's not working. Um, yes, it does have the nice, pretty pictures, but I can assure you that I don't just show the nice, pretty pictures as well. I show those garden fails that we all face as well. So um, like, I'd be delighted for anyone to pop on and ask me any questions that they might have on there as well. I might not know the answers, but I'll, I'll try help and I'll try find them out too. Brilliant, yeah. Um, yeah, as yeah. I say, Mark, yeah, delighted. Uh, wish the uh, Enniscarty community a lot. It's the very best of luck. Um, great project hope to see lots more of them and definitely uh, as I say looking forward to getting down sometime to have a look at it and uh, wishing you all the best for the future and thanks very much for coming on Master My Garden podcast thank you very much John thanks for having us on so that's been this week's episode um, brilliant brilliant to see I uh, really really do hope that we see more of this type of allotment that's coming from that um, you know from the ethos of community uh, as opposed to the ones that we saw back, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, where it was about somebody had a field and they thought they could get a good few thousand from selling little plots on it, but offered very little in return. And then in turn, the people that were coming on were possibly coming into these plots for the wrong reasons. So it really is great to see um, the one the one along the, the train line in Germany always, always makes me smile because it is just you can just see people. It is literally like people living uh, side by side in their back gardens, passing things over the fence, sitting down, having beers, digging, barbecuing, harvesting vegetables, children playing with butterflies. And that is the ethos. And that is how all of the successful allotments go. They, they, they support one another, they help one another, and they're very, very good for the local community. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll see a lot more of those in the, in the coming years. So that's been this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, happy gardening. Mm-hmm.